Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> You know, I don't know what it is about people from the country wanting to see aliens fight. I would like to point out that I will hit record and you will like tone it down all of a sudden. <laughs> like you are going full force and then I'll I'll press record and you're like, hello. <laughs> I am calm, Frank, now. It's because I grew up watching Frasier with my grandpa. And so it's like with a mic in front of my face, I'm like, you know. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Got a lot of nice girls. Was his name? What? Was it Niles or Miles? Niles. It was Niles, Niles wasn't it? Crane. Niles. He wanted to fuck Daphne. Yes. Yeah. I didn't watch too much stuff this week. I watched Righteous Gemstones a lot, and then I played Alan Wake too constantly. It's amazing. I love it. It's <laughs> such a good game. Do you it's have, like a feat of storytelling. Do you I, have to limit yourself? Uh, no, I actually like. I thought that it would be a shorter game, but I think also it's because I read everything in the game. Yeah, you're picking up all the dossiers. Yeah, but other than that, still watching Righteous Gemstones. And, and are you on season two or three now? I'm in three. You're past me. Really? Still haven't done three, man. I think we're in three. One day. I feel like we are. I'm very far behind <clears throat> on everything. Everything. Like life. Yeah, pretty much. You gotta get those diapers off. Those <laughs> training wheels off your bicycle. Dust them off. No, you or take, take them off. off. You gotta no, take them off. You don't need them, them anymore. No, just dust them. You dust them. them. You go bowling with bumpers. They'll be off someday. No. Fuck no. <laughs> Never. What the fuck is One that? One of those shit? little balls. The little balls are fun. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm making me feel like a man. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't watch shit either. I started a bunch of older movies, and I think one newer one. Won't get into it. Didn't finish the fucking thing. I think the funniest one that I started but didn't finish was, uh, you know, I did Funny Farm recently. I feel like it was right down that alley. Oh, God, what was it? It was one like that, but um, well, hold on. Now you're going to make me try and think about it. Long story, I didn't finish any movies that I started. Like, not a single one. Just started things and abandoned them? Pretty much. I was just like, I'm not in the mood for this. And so then I watched, found out Max has uh, like th season three through like the most current season of BattleBots. <laughs> so I've been doing a BattleBots thing <laughs> just because that's what I can squeeze in. How is uh, that sustainable? Oh, would, you're just watching one here and there? Nah, man, it's just going. Oh, you're just like watching a big block of BattleBots? Yeah, like if I'm eating, it's on. If I'm going to sleep, BattleBots. I'm already like episodes into that first season that's on there, season three. I do that every now and then with Mythbusters. Mm -hmm. Like I go back and just start watching Mythbusters again. See, you said you'd been watching Righteous Gemstones and I thought you were going to be like, misbehaving. No, please don't get it stuck in my head again. <laughs> it's so catchy. Fucking love Walton Goggins. Yeah, well, and Judy. I watched all of that man's liquor commercials. Did I, I sent you, you one, did. didn't I? Did I not send you anything back on No, I don't I, think you fuck. commented on it. I think I was busy, and I was like, I was like, surely okay, he watched it. It's well, like yeah, seconds. because I've seen those. They're fucking so good. They're so good. Did you see the one where he was like, I want to play guitar for the animals in the woods? No. <laughs> there was another one where he was like, I may not be a gin expert, but it is in my name. Is it in <laughs> your name? I was like, what the fuck? 
Uh, that deep. Well, you know, he's random as fuck. We've been there. We've touched on it. I love how his wife and that gets big faith, fake teeth like him. <laughs> so apparently he had his teeth all busted out from something when he was younger. Uh, I think it happened on, during the filming of American Ultra. Oh, he does get all his teeth knocked out in that fucking movie, doesn't he? Yeah, maybe something went wrong. I saw a guy at work today get a cup of coffee knocked out of his hand. Dude, violence is just unpredictable. You're saying that American Ultra was an emotional experience for Walton Goggins? Maybe he actually got smacked in the face. <laughs> now I get to gum it. <laughs> 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 um, dude, yeah, it's just been busy, man. It's been busy. I wanted to watch a lot. There's new stuff out there. Just nope, can't can't make a decision. Too many fucking choices out there. So many choices, you get confused, you know? I'll get it all soon. Some Going to. I am too busy right now. I hate it. I don't want to be busy all the time. I was like prepping this episode at breakneck speeds. I am constantly doing work, and I would like it to end. <laughs> just I would like break. to just have one job, please, I think. Oh, time to catch up. One job in a podcast is, is perfect. Time to catch up. That's all I can do. What was it? Oh, fuck. I watched Copland. Was that the thing you watched? No, but I did watch that. I was, I was like, looking for the one that I watched. anything like Funny Farm. No. Uh, the one like Funny Farm, it was definitely an 80s or 90s movie. I thought if I pulled up my Netflix, it would be there, but it's like uh, I'm at the very end of Copland, and I did watch that. Was it The Great Outdoors? No, but that's popping up. It was popping up on something, and that's the thing. What did I watch Funny Farm on? Max? So now Max is giving me a bunch of stuff like that, like recommendations along those lines. That's good. All the Naked Gun movies keep popping up, and I'm like, ooh, should I? No, man, it's like I wish I could really remember that other one that I was watching. It's, you know, Max has TV, so there's this show called Street Outlaws. It's about drag racers. So when you said that you didn't watch anything this week, what you actually did was watch a bunch of the Learning Channel and shit. Yeah, I am watching something called, like, Where Life Began or something narrated by Morgan Freeman on Netflix. What was that show where you watched Surgery? You remember that? It was on TLC, like, way back in the day. That was a thing? Yeah, it was, like, a show that was, like, they did surgery in the show. And people were into it. It wasn't that plastic surgeon guy, though, right? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. It might have been you there watched was, plastic surgery happen. There was one where there was a plastic surgeon guy who, like, just did, like, like butts and boobs, like, all the time. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not into watching surgery, so... Uh, <laughs> Well, I never watched it. I just remember people being like, yeah, watch this show. And it was like, oh, you watch surgery. That's that's weird. Was that about the time like the Corys had a show? I feel like that was like yeah, that time. Yeah, it was for sure. Yeah, there were like these two guys from your childhood and we're enabling them. Yeah, the Hogan. Because it was after the Osbournes. Yeah, it was worse than fucking Intervention. Uh, Intervention well, is talking... my least favorite show. <laughs> the chick. <laughs> oh, my God. We were so bad. There was a chick who did the duster. Her name was Allison. Oh, an intervention? Yeah. And and she was like, it feels like I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> and this was like right, like this was like you peak of YouTube. And so sure enough, somebody did the remix. <laughs> I've watched I watched so, <laughs> so much bad. intervention and I feel terrible about it because it's a horrifying thing. Well, I mean, there was a time like, you know, I knew people who'd be on drugs who would love to watch intervention. <laughs> And I mean, that was some intense music at the beginning. Well, the whole like the time I would always think, you know, the first two thirds of this show, are you just like following this guy around, allowing him to continue doing this thing? Like you're making a documentary about a drug addict. And then later in the show, 
he is confronted and he like runs away. I know, and they're not like, exploiting almost all it. the time. They run away. They're not exploiting anything by far. I mean, yeah, we're gonna follow this chick who's vodka out on some pills, butt naked, fighting in the driveway with her sister. True story. We're gonna get this guy help, but we're gonna watch him huff duster and paint for like half an hour. Yeah, first. we're gonna follow him for like a week, like a documentary film crew. Yeah, and, let him endanger his life and the others for the entertainment of everyone. Mm-hmm. So then we can fuck with him with an intervention right at the end and watch like one of his family's most emotional moments. They don't make them like they used to. They really don't. <laughs> Martyrs. Martyrs. I had no idea. I'd never, I never. I'm not always into the foreign game, but it was this 08. That was my like, jam. And 08, I was a video store clerk. So that's how I saw this movie for the first time. This was one of the video store clerk things. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so definitely uh, Hollywood Video and Cedar Park did not have Martyrs, I'm pretty sure. We had Martyrs. <laughs> We had all the like the remember Tartan Asian Extreme what Tartar Tartan Tartan I think it was called Tartan? it was like a company that put out crazy fucked up Asian movies. Well, no, but this was right after the time. Anytime I would come over to your house for a while, like early two thousands, like we hadn't seen each other for a while, but you're like, I've got this Japanese horror movie that's gonna fuck fuck you up, and and so that's the thing. We'd chill and we'd watch some fucking wacky ass Japanese horror movie, and I'd be like, what the fuck? This heads in a basket. Yeah, because I had the time. To watch all that shit back then. <laughs> like, I couldn't watch it at work. So, like, I would bring the weirdest shit home. Because anything I could watch at work, I just watched it at work. Mm. But, like, that meant that the pile of movies I took home was going to be fucked up. So, did y'all not put, uh like, risque shit up on, the, on... Even though, like, you probably had, like, a more, like, We had raw... a section that was, like, old erotica. But like, would you ever play that at the store? No, of course, no. Well, not erotica. We could even, play just... rated R stuff after 10. Yeah. Like that was pretty much the rule was after 10, you could watch whatever you wanted because the people coming in from 10 to 12 were like coming from the bar and shit. See, I fucked up once because uh, I almost blew out the speakers playing the Titanic, the Celine Dion song at the end of Titanic. That was fucking crazy. Then the guys from Game Crazy came over and scratched the shit out of that and Spice World with a key so I could never play it again. <laughs> but um, risque shit, I'd, I'd stay away from it. I would normally not put something on that was going to have a graphic sex scene in it that I was going to have to like. But see those like 80s, early 90s movies ra movie ratings? I found one that was from the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, Uma Thurman. Like It, it was a kid's movie, PG. It's so far into the movie, it's like there's her boob on screen. And it's on all the screens because it's Hollywood. And I was like, ah, it's, it's a PG. And there's like a couple people in there and I got it. But it's like Uma Thurman's boob was on like a whole back wall of a Hollywood yeah, video. Yeah, I didn't work at the kind of video store where I gave a shit about anything like that. Like if, the, if a pair of boobs popped up, mm -hmm. it was fine. The thing I was the most worried about was that I was going to get into a movie and somebody was going to be like, can I rent that movie? And we only <laughs> had one. <laughs> and then you'd be like, ah. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, okay. And I'd have to take it out of the DVD player and give it to... And I'd be like... And every now and then there was somebody who had the fucking audacity to do that. Really? Like, oh, you don't have multiple copies of it? Oh, I'll bring it back tomorrow. You know, and you'd be like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Motherfucker. Coming back late. But this was one of those movies I brought home and was like, oh, fucking what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, just that opening sequence, you know, from the get-go, you're there. So did you like it? I did. You know, it's... It's hard to say it that a, you love this movie. Yeah, because... Uh, and I don't want to say my the standard-ass fucking try it. Like, I get it. 
Like, I'm not going to do it. I just said it, but I'm not going to say it. I understand the message they were trying to convey. <laughs> um, That shit was... This is one of the darkest fucking movies I've ever seen. It was dark. I, you know, I'm always going to have a I just with stuff like this. It was, to me, it's like within reach of greatness. And I'm not saying it's not, it's good. It was a good movie. Shit was good. It was hardcore. Some of that, whew, damn. And it moved. It moved fast. It did. It went through, like you, I mean, yeah, the stages. The pace of this movie was crazy on point for how much it slows down at the end. Because it's one of those movies where if, you know, and I believe I understood it, but you're like, well, shit, I still feel bad for. About everything. Yeah. Like, I don't feel good about any of it, but I'm like, oh, I, you know. Ooh, yeah. Good angle. If nothing else, this movie's fucking unforgettable. And when I watched it this time, I was also like, oh, right. I wasn't ever going to watch this again. <laughs> Not because it was bad, but because it was that good. That I was like, oh, but it's been a long time. 15 years since I've seen this movie. So you hadn't seen it since the video No, store. I only watched it the one time. Okay. Because I was old enough when I saw this to know that's like a Requiem for a Dream kind of movie. You don't watch it for fun. It's not a feel-good movie. And it and it and it is classified as horror. I noticed like most things said horror. I think something said horror something else. And I was like, nah, like everybody else says horror. I agree. It's and at fine. the time this came out, this would this is straight up what everyone would have called torture porn. Yeah. Like this is like right around hostile. Like very close. Well, yeah. I mean, uh that's I would tell somebody it's like a hostel mixed with a uh Hostel was significantly more fun than this. Yeah. But the flip side of that was the not fun was replaced with actual horror movie. And then there was that whole aspect of like, is that what I think it is? Martyrs opens with a young girl named Lucy escaping from imprisonment where she has been tortured for over a year. Lucy lands in an orphanage where she meets her best friend, Anna. But Lucy is haunted by visions of the brutalized woman she leaves when she's trying to escape. She just sees that lady for one second and it's not pretty. I'm actually kind of surprised I didn't remember as much of this movie. But maybe I blacked it out. <laughs> Traumatic experience. <laughs> Fifteen years later, Lucy bursts into the home of a family having breakfast and brutally murders all of them with a shotgun. That part of the movie almost comes out of nowhere. Like, it lulled you into a sense of, like, where, what, what's this? I knew what was happening. <laughs> you knew something bad was about to happen? Oh, she's out the door with a shoddy. And she's got a small frame, so it's like this... Petite little thing holding this fucking long barrel shotgun. You know what's coming. She's not coming there to dick around. The look on his face said it all. Evil dad. She calls Anna, who rushes to the house to help Lucy cover the murderers up. She seems to be the only one doing anything about it. But Anna has her doubts that her claims are real. There also seem to be some lesbian shit going on. Maybe low-key. Some, low like, key. 2008 low-key French lesbian Well, I mean, she... Hints. Anna was definitely like a ride or die bestie. Like she was going to do whatever it took to keep Lucy safe and support her with whatever decisions she was going to make. But I mean, you got to see some, the instability there. You know what I mean? Two kids from an orphanage. One has a mother apparently. Yeah. So she obviously got adopted, right? So she was out of that for a while is what I would assume. I assume so. That was not what I initially thought. I just thought she had a shitty mother. And so she was like dumped her in an orphanage. Mm -hmm. But she was still around. Yeah, see, my guess was she actually, she got adopted. Lucy probably didn't, but because of the bond between Lucy and Anna, they kept in touch. 
Or one of them found the other. When Lucy starts to feel Anna doesn't believe her and her captors are all finally dead, she commits suicide, leaving Anna distraught and alone. But what Anna finds under the house proves that her friend was right the whole fucking time, and Anna has walked into the hands of an organization. Organization that isn't just torturing captive women, they're trying to make a martyr and discover what's beyond. Everybody talks about that light, but what's past that? It's the that smiling guy, kind of like Amish looking guy from Poltergeist 2. I think I blocked that one from my head. <laughs> he looks kind of like a fucking pilgrim. Like a Quaker. Oats. Martyrs is a co-production of France and Canada, and filming took place in Montreal. It was written and directed by Pascal Lugier. Oh my god, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of these French. I people. don't envy you at this moment. That's why I didn't put the whole cast there. I just... I saw that. Three. I can appreciate that because yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck this. There's no way he's going to be able to do it. I apologize for what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pascal Lager, Mylene Jampois as Lucy, Morjana Aloui as Anna, and Catherine Bajin as Mademoiselle. And again, I am so sorry. You might have done better than any of us know. Yeah. I'll check later when I'm mixing it. Or if anybody else wants to check who knows French, I know that's one of those high school classes. Somebody's fucking got it in there somewhere, right? The knowledge has to stick. We'll okay, normally we would have looked it up, but we did this at breakneck speeds this week. I know, but I had a job where we'd check people in, you know, and even now we hire people. I, I, li I listen to names all the time. This time, no prep. It's no prep read through. <laughs> the film premiered at Cannes in May 2008 and was released in North America by the Weinstein Company. Martyrs never got a theatrical release here. Bob Weinstein was so disgusted with the movie, he chose not to release it. And back in 2008, that meant straight to video. Which is where I saw it. I had no idea. Because we bought some of those. Really, I worked at a video store where the owner would go to Costco on mm -hmm. release day and just buy whatever new things caught his eye. When you told me that, it blew my mind. That's how they run the last blockbuster, though. There were days where I would be like, fucking Transformers came out today. <laughs> and he didn't get it. Mm. He got some Reese Witherspoon movie I had never even heard of. I didn't know it was in a theater. Like, it wasn't Legally Blonde or anything. It was some random fucking movie. Like it wasn't one of the, Sweet Home Alabama? No, it was something lower on the totem pole. Hmm. But it came out the same day as Transformers on DVD. And... I was like, "Are you have you lost your fucking mind?" <laughs> like, and he was like, "That's a cartoon that came out in the '80s." Like, I was a fucking idiot. Okay, that, so and that then been I the had to first work. Transformers movie, right? The newer, the first newer one. Yeah, the first, the first Shia Bay? LaBeouf Michael Bay one. Yeah, and, the Buff uh, Bay, the Buff Bay, Buff Bay. Yeah, and uh, I had to work that night and tell all the little children, "No Bumblebee for you." No Bernie Mac for you. Mm -mm. Anyway, but Martyrs <laughs> showed up in a pile. And I remember a guy at work being like, if you ever see this movie, it's fucking French. It's called Martyrs. And he was like, <laughs> his eyes were fucking huge when he was telling me about it. Okay. Well, what's that one from them we've talked about before? I can't believe I'm forgetting the name. Like the dude's getting off with the dead head in the van. <laughs> in the van? Yeah, with like a, a severed head or something. We're talking about the special? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it one day. Anyway. Um, no, I mean, those foreign movies, like, about that time, I feel were really good. Because I feel like they had a bit more budget than those 90s, early early 2000s foreign horror movies. And I feel like people were willing to cross the line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the guy who was the manager at Game Crazy, he would give me shit all the time. Don't remember the names of anything, but some of those, I will never forget scenes from those movies. They were just so fucked. 
When she bursts in with that shotgun, that is burned in my brain. That came so out of the blue all of a sudden. Where it starts with this family and they're just at their house and you're like, where is this going? And then the doorbell rings and you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She just fucking blows that guy away and goes through the house killing everyone. Well, in the lead up, you know, they've kind of focused on the article on the fridge and it turned out it was for a different reason. But initially when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, this little girl's the next target of whoever is kidnapping and torturing kids. Yeah, I was really wondering where this was going Mm -hmm. the first time I saw this. The second time I saw this, I was like, (laughs) 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 and I did have a little bit more fun that time. It was very ruthless, though. And I mean, the shotgun blast, the the spatter was uh... a it was a lot of fucking blood all over that house. A lot of spatter. And And she was getting it on herself and getting it everywhere. And it stayed there through the whole, you know, that whole, I guess, both those kind of chapters of the movie you know like the entry to the dwelling inside before the yeah all the way to like the point where she finds the staircase poor anna right maybe there was a love interest thing there like she cared she tried to kiss her at one point did she yeah and it was when they were in the bathroom with the two bodies no yeah she like leans forward and tries to kiss her and lucy gets weirded out and it's like what are you doing but this movie was apparently in Rating hell in France. Oh, like they didn't know what to do with Basically, it. Basically, it was going to be considered like porn, like tri- mm. like a triple X movie. And uh, the government got involved with lowering its rating because people were going overboard. Like the Minister of Culture or whatever. Well, and I feel like places like France and the UK, I feel like they're more lenient than we were. And even then, I feel like they were probably more yeah, lenient. Yeah, you would think. But this movie apparently was so grotesque to even their sensibilities Mm -hmm. as far as film goes that it was rated 18 plus. And they pretty much considered that if your film was rated that it was dead in the water. It wasn't going to get released in theaters. And there was a whole censorship campaign around it. Sorry. High tension. High tension was the shit. Was that also French or was it was it? French? Yeah. Okay. Those guys went on to direct the Hills Have Eyes remake. Oh, re- the American one? The the not Wes Craven one. The it, but it was American movie. It, it was like 06 to 08, right? Somewhere in there or like Somewhere it was right around this time. Cuz then they made Hills Have Eyes 2 and it was like the soldiers. Yeah, I don't think it was the same directors. I think they no. might have been producers. The second one point. was like way more just let's put out a movie about these creepy people in there. It yeah, but it had like, a good trailer with the guy dragging the thing and the fucking uh the second the one? Devendra Banhart song. Well, here's I'm fine with it, you know, because nobody likes AVP, but like I'm fine with AVP uh, Requiem. I liked Requiem. It was good. It was good. I'm fine. I'm good with it. It was a pretty good Predator movie, mm-hmm. which is why it was good. That's one of the ones that I tried in the last week was the newer The Predator dude from Narcos, Keegan-Michael Key. I started it and I was like, not right now. It's so dumb. I bought it. I kind of enjoyed it though. I bought it. So I've got the digital copy. So it's like in my library. I I wouldn't have paid money for it. No, no. I support the franchise. (laughs) (laughs) How often do you watch AVP then? Not often. (laughs) It's so bad. Well, that would never help her. Well, that one's more of a memory. I was working at PetSmart. I believe I was 18 or 19. I was a cashier and a stalker. I got off work at midnight or like 1 a.m. when I was a stalker. Sometimes two. Guess what the only thing open was? Walmart. Guess what was really cool back then? The DVD bins. Even when that movie was new, it was already in a bin. (laughs) So that's why I got it. (laughs) I went home and watched it after working at PetSmart one night. I was fine with it then. 
But no, so what you're saying is you didn't you didn't kind of see them lining them up as the torturers when it was just the family bickering in the kitchen? I don't think I did the first time. I remember being really caught off guard when they rang the doorbell and it was her and she looked like that and then the mayhem just went full tilt. Well, look, mom fucking dangling the mouse that she found in the drain system when she was... Okay, cars that rip through chains offend me. And women who dig holes this deep in the morning. And when there's like... What looks like a, a massive com- hole. Well, and not just that, but for like a house, I don't care how big the house is. That was like commercial plumbing. Like those were like what you see in like riser rooms of like strip centers. The the size. And okay. The- so, yeah, I did think that like that's a lot of plumbing. Well, even like, you know, that seemed like a good size. Like, you know. But that makes sense if you have a weird facility underneath your house. Even then, I don't think that's like necessary not at all to keep one ass girl down that's there. a commercial plumbing for just a nice house i mean not impossible i mean maybe it had a pool too let's i mean with like an infinity pool with like a jacuzzi you know hot tub situation who knows we didn't see the backyard <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice house though it was a very nice house yeah and it's like in the woods secluded yeah in quebec <laughs> quebec i bet it was a hockey player's house i mean it would have to be wouldn't it Everybody plays hockey there and drinks maple syrup for breakfast from a mug. The lips. The lips? <laughs> Sorry, super troopers. Uh, <laughs> Canada, eh? The torture boogeyman girl that follows her around, though, I did not remember that. For you some didn't reason. remember it? I didn't remember that from the first time I saw this movie. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is like a real horror movie. Well, that's what I said. So everything said horror. I start seeing that, but then I'm also trying to dissect it at the same time. And so I was like, beast or hallucination? Like real or figment of the, of the, of the imagination? For sure hallucination. And I felt that, but I was like, wait, what if that's one of the twists is that, you know, that thing was really there while she was being tortured. But then you're you're seeing it as the other option is like, no, this is just she's a tortured soul and this is something that's manifested in her mind. Yeah, I was pretty sure that she was not seeing it, but it was still freaky as fuck. It was, but they even showed the cutscene of the woman she left behind when she was a kid. As soon as they showed that, I was like, that's my confirmation. That's her. There's no way that that was like her following her around. Yeah. Um, still naked still naked. <laughs> still got them lips i never got the clothes back everybody in this fucking movie needs chapstick that's for sure Ugh, it was uncomfortable lucy's was... lips were making me very uncomfortable like her lips were so chapped yeah and i mean the kid version and the adult version yeah she never figured out that you gotta get some lip smackers up in this bitch. yeah gotta get that lip chap dr pepper maybe dr pepper lip chap lip smackers <laughs> oh yeah i got a bunch of that flavored shit at my house floating around i remember my mom bought me dr pepper flavored chapstick when mm-hmm. i was a kid and i ate that shit you ate it it wasn't good but i tried anyway wasn't chapstick only like one color when we were little little like a black and white label or yellow and wh- like not the carmex carmex was big white jar yellow metal lid yeah uh god that was glass with metal Anyway, but then the chapstick, I feel like, you know, now, Jesus, it's like a whole bay at your grocery store, like top to bottom, dude, shelves of chapstick. But I feel like back when we were kids, it was like a black and white label. 
it was that it that was chapstick chapstick because that the, and that's, the name brand of it and there like was just band-aid and there was just like that one fucking kind that was the most popular one now shit i go over there i get confused i'm like melon what like what what kind of fucking melon are we talking like yeah all the winter olympians would hawk it sexy olympians with but i did grow up in a lips. carmax house do they still make carmax yeah for sure i bet it's not glass and metal uh you can get it in the 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 Two. Boo- the nipple you know <laughs> i pictured it i've seen it the little boob yeah with like the red cap and you were uh, goodbye horses <laughs> <laughs> that song is just great um whoa what did i do here on imdb kevin costner i know i like to talk about the postman but we're talking about martyrs kevin costner stay off my screen don't pretend like you didn't just look up kevin costner compulsively because you were like he's the prince of thieves (laughs) not so yellowstone (laughs) (laughs) yellow snow that's the next one (laughs) don't eat it if you eat it they will come but see there's that part of anna that's like she wanted to help and so is that like she's just trying to help everyone everyone and her friend is fucking nuts sometimes you're just committed though and like you know maybe a little maybe a little spicy about it you know like mm. i mean she was eating that sandwich waiting in the car for her the way she just tosses that sandwich like what that hoagie meant nothing to you yeah you just unwrapped that sandwich what the fuck are you, you had doing? a couple bites yeah she had like the rest threw it out the window she didn't even like set it on a seat or something just set it down french people do make those noises like ah <laughs> you know, i like that i like that yeah they do the <laughs> in the <laughs> <laughs> Like they, (laughs) 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 no, I mean they're just very vocal with the like their reactions, and so I was like, "Eh." it's like a country of Zoidbergs. Remember, I went to France. (laughs) I was fifteen. It's too young to go to France. First time you saw armpit hair? No, we're from Austin. (laughs) 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 Saw that shit way back. No, but that uh, what's that river? Fucking stinks. <laughs> stinks so bad all around like Paris. You cannot smell it. It's a cigarette. The first place we ate at, two people got food poisoning there. <laughs> <laughs> and the bread is hard as fuck. Lucy didn't bleed a whole lot for like these really terrible injuries she inflicts on herself. So was there a part of you? Well, okay, the first and time. How did she get her back like that? If you know it was her, how was she doing that? Straight razor has some length. Uh, okay yeah yeah and also what ran through my mind for a hot second was like is this like a fucking red sparrow situation or like a fucking uh point of no return like where it's like you're training killers because like this was some sort of thing like uh like american ultra yeah like a program like a secret government program where they're like training like these like invincible fighters with some fucking issues so they're off the charts they don't feel pain lucy was a kind of a beast and like you, you would assume that yes, yeah, she was cutting herself, fighting herself, injuring herself, and she's making it through. But I mean, even with the stri- after the straight razor, she's running like a champ. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not, you know how much trying like, a to little... cave people's heads in with hammers. And I'm kind of tough. <laughs> like an inch long deep cut, just stings so bad. Some, you know what I mean? It's like, god damn it, fuck. This is straight razor to the back. She's she's moving like a fucking yeah from shoulder to wrist. Oh, yeah, down each arm. That was fucking crazy. But then when uh, Anna rescues old Metalhead out of the basement, dude, just like the get the fuck off me strength, I wouldn't fuck with that thing. 
but they've been conditioned. They've been beaten. You know what I mean? You get beaten, you survive. You're going to be tough. And so you've got these people with like this uh, superhuman strength, you could say. It crossed my mind for a minute like they were training killers. Yeah. Straight killers in the basement. They put that metal diaper on you. Well, and even though it was just a prop, I watched the way when she sat. It didn't move, man. Like, I think that shit was like real. Like it, like a solid material. Like, like I'm not they saying had it was, like embedded it in her skin somehow or like tried to glue it to her just right. Well, I'm talking like under the ass. I noticed once when she sat down, there was no movement in that. And I was like, oh, God, that looks uncomfortable as fuck. Like that poor performer. Yeah. Like they, they put her in some shit that did not look comfortable. Yeah. I should have written her name down because. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, you know, once the exp- it, it all made sense once we got the explanation. It really did. It came together great. Yeah. And the fact that. I did all of a sudden realize like we were like I was like, oh, we're on the the home stretch. And then I looked and I was like, uh, this is like there's like 40 minutes left of this movie. And then I started to get uncomfortable because I remembered what comes after this. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we meet uh, Mademoiselle Mademoiselle. I don't know. But then you go to like the uh, 13 cameras situation or the the dark web movies where it's like, yeah, people are paying to watch this happen. I was like, are there cameras? And they just stream and like these millionaires like pay for a subscription to check out like, Oh, where's the torture victim today? But there was a lot more to it. It was almost a religious thing while trying to be completely like, it's not religious, but yet not yet another sport for the wealthy because you know, these are not your everyday people participating in the group. And I think that, it might be kind of loose calling this a cult movie, but I think that like oh, there's you some know, elements a there. Real cult element to this, as far as like uh, there's oh, definitely something there. You don't know what Scientologists maybe really are up to. <laughs> I want to pin it all on them again. I, their religion is stupid, but uh, got a lot of money though. But you're not gaining any members with the creation of the internet. That's for fucking damn sure. Mm-mm. Gotta start that internet one, dude. Gotta get in, then, in on that. There's a documentary about uh, an internet cult. Like, it was just online. Mm. Is it that guy? Is it like a white guy with dreads? I can't remember. Was I, that in a movie? Oh my god, am I mixing... I think I'm are mixing. you thinking about Gary Oldman and True Romance? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That fucking grill. The fucking score music is whacked. Ding, 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 da, ding. <laughs> like Hans Zimmer. So, yeah. So, this had a 7.0 on IMDb. The people like it. Um, Like, I mean, so you get a touch of Hostel. You get a touch of Hellraiser. <laughs> Not really, but the, the beatings really started to bother me. As they went on, like, I was like, huh. Like, I actually thought that it was more like torture torture mm-hmm. but like the the fact that all that happened was they've like force fed her and like he would come in and just fucking beat her and give her the chance to leave and then kick her ass i didn't like that one bit <laughs> it was very upsetting but it was really effective <laughs> so did they chain her so she couldn't get to the bed at first and then later they would let her sleep in the bed she had i think in the chair it was those restraints that were a little tighter. Like there was like an extra apparatus of some sort. My question is, where the fuck did that little door go? Did you ever notice that little like caged door that was off to the side on a wall? Yeah. 
I didn't think about it though. I thought it was gonna fucking be like the whole thing uh, for a split second. I was like, like she was gonna crawl through it, and she was gonna be like Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, it was just like maybe like well the whole trick to this, and you know. She apparently is one of the only ones to kind of hone in on what they were looking for. But there's a part of me that was like when uh, Captain America pulls the fucking pin when he's just Steve Rogers and he's the recruit. And they're like, get this from. And he's the only one who walks up and pulls the flagpole and it drops. I was like, all that they had to do was go through this door and they like make it like that's like the first stage in the process is like, oh, the answer was in front of you the whole time. (laughs) That would be fucked up. You know what I mean? But then it's almost like one of those situations, those movies where like they fight. It's like a cube scenario and you think you've escaped, but then you're in just in the next puzzle. You were still holding on to that all the way into this. I'm always looking for something. I'm always looking for it. I can't turn it off, dude. It's, it's an active thing up here. But once it turned out that they were just really trying to see like what happens, you know, they just wanted, uh, it to be relayed to them well yeah like the insight into what's after death and do you think that the reason anna was not a victim was because she was already like doing all this shit for this girl like she was such a giver yeah she She was was a caretaker completely devoted to this person she knew was fucking insane but then even the mom who didn't end up being part of the uh the group the secret group um she helped her you know, and at that time, she was still hesitant to believe Lucy's story, like these were the ones, based off of a picture in yeah. a publication. She wanted her friend to be well, but she also didn't want her friend to hurt anyone in no. the process. And did you kind of get the vibe that she'd maybe done this a few times? And Anna had like, like gone yeah, this wasn't ru- the like, first time. This wasn't the first family of, that she like was watching well, and yeah, then murdered and, poor little and Anna's was fucking like, wrong. Yeah, and poor little Anna's like, fuck, another cleanup. You know, another sunshine cleaning. That's what I got from that, like, waiting in the parking lot for a call. She was just anxious, like, fuck, she, Lucy's out killing folks again. Throws her sandwich out the window. Poor Sammy. Looked like, but see, that bread looked different, huh? Tell me that fucking bread is rock solid. I don't know what the fuck. some French bread. That was some hard bread. I got a gnaw on that shit, dude. Hope you don't got a weak tooth. We. Oui. But I guess that was why she could do it. And that was the thing was like the one girl saw cockroaches picking at her skin. And yeah, then Lucy had the, they the dead had girl. They had some sort of thing that they flipped the whole thing on. And to Anna, she was dying for her friend. Well, and Anna had all this insight into the disorder that Lucy had developed. On top of just being the survivor of this like heinous act. She had developed like this, like vivid paranoia that included hallucination. Yeah. And I think that made her a little more uh, susceptible. You know what I mean? Like she was able to. Or receptive. Like it made her realize what she needed to do to get through it. She was a prime candidate for this program. It was just fortuitous that another candidate brought them the perfect, the real deal. And who knows how long that took. Like, how long were the beatings and stuff? See, do you feel like hers, like, it was kind of like a, a sped up process? Because, you know... Well, you... We don't want to watch that for a year, you know? We don't want that to be the bulk of the movie. This can only be the last third of the movie. But and the, that's too much as it is. But her condition before she gets fucking uh, pinheaded... When they peel off all her skin? Yeah. Great six-pack. She, she was not in as bad a shape as a, a metalhead. 
Dome Skull. No. She didn't really go through the same crying fits and uh, like shaking and stuff like that. She gave up a lot faster because she just knew she was. Yeah, she submitted much earlier, but she it, but like she had that better understanding of what direction she needed to go in. Yeah, and I liked when they were telling all the pictures of the people throughout history mm-hmm. with the eyes. Yeah, they're still alive here in this photo. That shit was crazy. Do you feel like some of those were real pictures? Kind of, yeah. There's that one at the end that really stuck with me, and I was like, I feel like that's a real fucking picture. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are they showing me here? I mean, props to them if that wasn't like something real. Because that, sh- that shit looked real. Yeah, it was scary. The fact that Mademoiselle shoots herself in the end is the most dark thing. That they gather the whole cult to hear the yeah. testimony that was whispered to this woman. And she had devoted all of her life to doing this. She found what she was looking for, and it fucking scared her. Do you think she was leader? She she had like a position. I wouldn't even say she was the leader. She was probably like the... Uh... She was torture liaison. <laughs> torture liaison there you go senior torture liaison uh senior director of martyrdom households but yeah i mean she, whatever anna said man really fucking got to her yeah because you didn't really know whether she was like why would she withhold it and not tell everyone and gather them together and then shoot herself mm-hmm. like that's fucked up and she peels off the like i knew something was happening she started peeling off like her eyelashes. She was supposed to go out and talk to these people. Man, what an ending. God, and then they had to show Anna one more time after that. Couldn't just end it with the fucking headshot. That would have been a better place for me to end. I, I agree. And I did not like that the credits, they show you like childhood video of them like being friends. That's like at the up. orphanage, that's at the orphanage, up. I don't, I didn't like that. Nah, that's fucked up. That was a bridge too far. I think that was the only one though for me. <laughs> that was the only one. Not Other shooting a little girl running away in the back with a shotgun, whose parents may have been evil, but were the kids evil too? I just thought that was good, clean fun. The family wipeout at the beginning, straight to the point. I mean, there was no beating around the bush on that one. That was like, no, you fucked up. You fucked me. I'm fucking your whole family. Could you imagine being in the theater when they premiered this and that happened? Like like that whole scene so, so fast. fast, less than five minutes. It's like three minutes of family murdering. Yeah, you're in Cannes and you know, you're just in that audience and you're like, oh. Yeah, they're always talking about people walking out of movies there. Mm-hmm. This fucking did it and you know it. You know it did. <laughs> you know a bunch of people walked out all through this movie to where there was like eight dudes like, fuck. They were like, we thought this was going to be like a Blair Witch. Yeah, (laughs) I would probably not tell anyone, hey, you know what's good? Martyrs. Martyrs. Yeah, no. Well, and the way it starts out, didn't even talk. I thought it might be like another found footage, the way it started off all documentary style. I was like, oh, fuck. We're going to go on a trip here. (laughs) In 2016, they made an American remake of this movie. Really? Low budget. Not very good. The trailer is bad. I didn't watch it. Is it the same name? Same name, yeah. No. I almost texted you like, hey, don't watch this one. But yes, in 2016, they remade this movie in the United States. Not necessary. 2015? Uh, 2016 was what I saw on Oh, so there's a 15 Amazon. and an 11, but one of them looks... I don't okay, think yeah, the 11 no. is a remake. Yeah, 15. So it's probably one of those things, 15 and 16... Yeah, on Amazon it said it was 2016. 
That's been happening a lot lately where I go between two streaming services that have the same movie. Mm-hmm. The people who've spoken on this one, the seven for the original is a four for that remake. It looks low budget. It does, but I recognize some of these people. That's what really gets me about this. Oh, the star of the movie is a year younger than us. We're old. We old. You bring it up every time. You quit. It's just you. Telling me I'm talking about it. Quit telling me I'm talking about God, it. I, did you ever see The Tall Man with Jessica Biel? I feel like that might have been a... Was that 08? Yeah, it's like a missing child movie. Oh. Uh, 2012. It, yeah, it was after Hollywood... No, I think what happened was this would pop up on a streaming service all the time, and I'd look at it, and I'd be like, ooh, Jessica Biel, and it looks dark, but I'd be like, eh, I don't think I ever did. Same director or writer? Of? Of Martyrs. The American one? No. The original. Really? Yeah. He did this movie, though? Yes. Also, Incident in a Ghostland, which popped up on Netflix constantly for me for a while. Mm. And I started it one night, and I fell asleep. Maybe five minutes into it. Not because it was boring, just because I think I'd already been just menu scrolling for hours mm-hmm. and just gave up. No, it there is too much shit to pick from right now. So much I can't make a decision. See, I think where I'm going to go is I'm going to try and make it a point to get out and go see more movies at the theater. I want to be back to theater mode, even though movie theaters have gone to shit since COVID. Almost all of them. Nothing is the same. Uh, Alamo seems fine to me. I mean, it's okay. Doesn't seem any different. They don't even try and hunch over anymore but while they're taking orders. You're such a weirdo. Who cares? You, It's a restaurant and a movie theater. You when know, the, the guy's going by, he's going to go by. They quit wearing wallet chains. Like the only people left in Austin who still wore wallet chains were the fucking servers at Alamo. <laughs> what? Every fucking movie. <laughs> Every fucking movie. It was like... You're serving during the movie. Why are you wearing like a three foot long wallet chain or like a carabiner a with 20 keys on it? You know where he is. I'm trying to focus. It could be a climactic part of the movie. I just want like my pizza or the loaded fries. I want it to be perfectly silent and nothing in front of the TV. Look, I told you. I don't want anything in view of the screen, That's, around the screen. Don't fuck with real life, okay? It matters. I told during Smile, the little fucking half pounder next to me who kept eating with her mouth open and then just talking to her friend about random shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the downside of going to see movies. You get one of these every now and then that's pissing off. Being out, you have to, you can't get completely naked and jerk off. No, you've got the guy. Get completely naked and jerk uh, off. Yeah, and you light dr- some candles. You drive a Jeep doesn't mean you can make your own parking spot in the mulch because the parking lot's crowded. Jeep fucking guy. You always bring up some real life thing that you shouldn't even worry about. Like, it's fine. The guy parked in the grass. Who who fucking cares? He parked in the mulch in a shitty spot. And it, no. Guy's a, guy's a boss. That's what it is. Guy drives a Jeep that couldn't make it up a fucking <laughs> hill because it was one of those fucking truck Jeeps that's fucking shit. Don't even know what they're called. I forget. Doesn't matter. A treep. Treep the Ch- Treep Cherokee. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's like a Wrangler Ruba Chikarakuki. So yeah, next time we start our series on Jessica Tandy, we're gonna go early in the career through the late eighties, early nineties, ending with driving Miss Daisy. What the fuck are you talking about? We're not doing that. I could not wait for batteries not included. And then we're gonna watch every Angela Lansbury movie. 
Did she was she in a lot of movies? She was in uh that show. Well, Murder She Wrote, obviously. Yeah. She's in bed knobs and broomsticks. Was she? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I'm sure she was yeah, the movies when she was like like back in the day. When she was a she's a fox. She looking good. I remember some of the yeah. I can like picture some of those pictures seeing some of those photos from she, when she was younger. No Natalie Wood, but pretty good. And pretty good? Pretty good there. So yeah. Steel Magnolias, though. Was Jessica Tandy in Steel Magnolias? I don't think she was. Jesus Christ, man. What? A- she should have been in there, though. Did you know that Julia Roberts was diabetic? Eats that sugar-free candy? Whatever happened to Daryl Hannah? Is Daryl, Han- Daryl Hannah okay? Uh, she's lost both of her eyes, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see her when she was like high as a kite on Letterman? Or was it Leno? No, just a... Uh- Crispin Glover, that's the only late night show. Hey man. High man I've ever seen. Unless I'm just completely making this up, look up like Daryl Hannah high on TV. I feel like it was something that happened when I was younger, but like I knew she wasn't like right. I was like, what the fuck? Was Angela Lansbury in Popstar? Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at the Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.